No doubt, one of the coolest yet strangest things to ever come out of the 90s was the rise of themed restaurants. You know the places where you could go grab food with your family while a giant animatronic dinosaur roared over top of you, or an elephant would swing its trunk past your family's heads? Well, if you thought they were weird to go to, imagine working at one. I spent years serving at Rainforest Cafe, and I'll tell you what, aside from being back-breaking labor, they were some of the best years of my life. However, as the restaurants aged and the attendance dwindled, I began to notice a different sort of vibe overtake the place. All of the coworkers I used to enjoy seemed to move on, and they were replaced with stranger, more desperate types of people. The guests that would come in changed too. Fights began to break out more often, and drunken disorderly conduct became a pretty much nightly occurrence. Yet, that was all manageable compared to the bizarre Sawyer family who started coming in every week. They were an enormous family. At least 12 people would come every time. And I remember I started noticing them because a few of the kids would come into the restaurant without even having shoes on. Can you imagine that? Going to dinner with your family and failing to put shoes on? It's not like they didn't have them either. I remember every once in a while, their enormous mom who rode around in one of those electronic scooters would pull their shoes out of her bag and force them to put them on. They always had to sit in the room with the gorillas. Lucky for me, that was always my section. So I became really nice and close with the Sawyers. I remember one night when I was serving them, the kids had brought along plastic bags full of this disgusting black gooey slop. They were shoveling it into their mouths and snorting as the other giant four-headed kid ate his as well. They all mostly had these large features and thick body hair and would yell and scream obscenities at each other like it was a normal way of talking. The most annoying thing about them though was that they never wanted to order. In fact, half the time when I would try to go get them to, they would just talk over me and not even pay attention to my request. One of the kids with this really tall, weird, spiky hair pointed to a gorilla animatronic behind their table and asked me in this strange, incomprehensible voice, What monkey name? I had no idea, so I just told him it didn't have one. I suppose it was a little curt of me to say to a guest, but I was already stressed out as hell, and I just wanted these people to make their order. Suddenly, all the adults stopped talking. One big bald man with overalls stopped slurping his beer that he grabbed from the bar, which I was already annoyed at because I was going to have to add that to his tab. Their gazes all seemed very aggressive. However, the person who freaked me out the most was this little old lady sitting in a wheelchair. There was something about her that made my blood run cold. She must have been about four foot nine and had one of those headscarves on. Her jet black eyes seemed to pierce through my soul and gave me the feeling that she had seen some truly dark things in her life. I ended up breaking the bizarre silence by asking if I could get them any appetizers, to which the bald man sharply replied, Wings. I went and got their wings, but throughout the night, I still felt the dark eyes of that strange little old lady looking at me. Then toward the end of the evening, we were trying to close down, and I walked by their table to see if they were finishing up. They had already paid, but of course seemed to be nowhere near getting ready to leave. Very irritated, I went over and kindly told them that we were closing, and to please finish up. They barely acknowledged me, and I just stood there staring at them awkwardly, analyzing the group. One of the kids' shirts ended up catching my eye for a second, and I still to this day wonder what it was. It said House of Forgotten Animatronics. 
After standing there unnoticed for at least a full minute, I was forced to repeat myself a little more sternly. I'm going to need your party to leave, please. We're closing. The group begrudgingly got up and started making their way out. And that was when the old lady whispered something to me that chilled my bones. She said, Eyes on you. Then flicked some water onto my shirt. I couldn't believe it. And I loudly told them to please not return to the restaurant again, to which they all just laughed. I was pissed, but working at a restaurant, that kind of BS somehow is not all that uncommon. I went into the kitchen to start my cleanup there, and started hearing sounds coming from the dining area. The animatronics were supposed to be powered down already, so I went to check out what was going on. I looked around and nothing seemed too out of the ordinary, until I reached the gorilla area. I looked up into the forest above and noticed there seemed to be kind of a weird gap, like something was awkwardly missing from the scene. I brought over my other closer, a cute stoner chick named Janice with dreads. Still don't know if I really needed her opinion or if I was just making up an excuse to talk to her. Anyways, I brought her over to the gorilla area and pointed up into the scene, asking her if she remembered anything looking different up in the background. She seemed high out of her mind and said she didn't remember because she doesn't work that section. So I forgot about it and went ahead and decided to take out the trash. The alleyway where the trash goes behind the building was very dark, and I could barely see the dumpster ahead of me. Walking over to toss the bag into it, I could have sworn I saw a shadow of something down the alleyway, looking at me. But when I turned to investigate, it was gone. I went back inside to ask Janice if she knew if someone was out in the alleyway, but she'd inexplicably left. I hadn't told her she could leave yet, but as I said, she didn't seem like she was too with it at the end of the night anyway. I called her cell phone, but there was no answer. At that point, I figured I would just finish up my last duties as quickly as possible and just put the night behind me. But then I started hearing these long, deep wails echoing from some inexplicable area in the dining room. Checking around, I couldn't find the source, but decided at that point to hell with the rest of the closing duties. As long as my cash drawer was good, which it was, I was going to leave some stuff done. I turned off the lights in the restaurant and made my way to the front door. When I got there, I discovered that somehow a key had been broken off inside. I started trying to wedge a butter knife in the door that I grabbed off the host stand, but then heard another one of those long, deep moans coming from behind me. When I turned back, I saw what appeared to be a silhouette of one of the gorilla animatronics standing in the middle of the dining room. I had no idea how I'd gotten there, but was not willing to wait and find out. So I ran to the back door to try to go that way. Before I could get there, the silhouette of the animatronic had inexplicably moved to the hallway that leads to it. At first it just stood there at the end of the dark hallway. Then it began to grunt and move in this repetitive, gorilla-like motion. Not knowing what else to do, I ran back to the front door and just started slamming into it repeatedly until the lock snapped and I ended up crashing through. I ran all the way to my car and ended up never returning to the restaurant again after that night. I called the store manager and told him about what had happened, but was obviously met with extreme judgment and disbelief. I personally didn't care though. There was no way I was going back to that place, regardless of what he thought. Everyone I've told about me quitting has said I was crazy. 
because I had actually worked my way up a little bit at a restaurant, which is much harder than it seems these days. But again, what was I supposed to do? After all was said and done, in my mind it was really just a crappy high school job I needed to move on from anyways. So I'm in a much better place now. However, every now and then I still think about Janice. I wonder if she really just ditched her job that night, or if something else happened to her. I guess unless somebody from the restaurant contacts me, I'll probably never know.